0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things Russell on Laker Country 1049 WJRS. Jeff Hoover along with Tony Kerr in our studios this morning as uh, we close out the month of October. and uh, That always means, Tony, end of football season, generally election time around the corner and Halloween is upon us. And uh, uh, we're very excited about our program this morning. We have our two candidates for Russell County Judge Executive, uh, Randy Markham and Brent West, and we'll be talking with both of those here very shortly. But uh, first of all, Tony, tonight, the last football game of the year for Russell County. You're on the road tonight at LaRue County.
1: Yep, go to Hodgenville to play the Hawks. Uh, 6.30 is the kickoff. Uh, Central time, that means our coverage uh, on the radio here. Uh, 6 o'clock, Derek Aaron, Josh Branscombe, Charlie Anderson, and myself all uh, going to be heading up uh, this afternoon. And the Lakers have had a long year. Of course, Coach Ford, first-year head coach, uh, knew that he uh, had a, a big task in front of him with a very young team. You know, we're playing a lot of sophomores, a lot, some freshmen yeah. out there. And uh, as he uh, told me last night and uh, with the coaches show that we recorded for tonight, Uh, and he was quoting Mark Stoops, you know, it's easy to change the climate, you can change jerseys and you can change the light bulbs and that, but to change a culture, it takes a while. And uh, to get these kids used to winning, uh, you know, it's a process.
0: Well, I don't think anyone uh, was surprised that uh, the Lakers going into the last game of the year, they won one game, Uh, everyone knew it was going to be a rebuilding year. I don't don't think there's any question about that. But uh, you look at what Coach Ford's doing all the way down to the youth league. Uh, you have to think he's on the right path and he has a plan to bring Russell County football back to where he was.
1: Well and he's got the facilities coming. Yeah. Uh, you know that's going to be a lot of excitement uh, that hopefully will be ready for next year. It might be into the season. We might be playing three or four games on the road. Uh, but this schedule, you know Jeff, is a little lopsided. It, uh, four of the first five games were at home. For the last five games are on the road. So that's a little, you know, you'd like to have maybe a couple of home games then hit the road then maybe uh, uh, back and forth. But uh, next year, you know, you're scheduled to be on the road a lot early, yeah. which may work out good if that
0: field is not ready. Yeah. Last game of the season, Russell County at LaRue County tonight. Kickoff 630, pregame on, on the radio at 6 uh, o'clock this evening. Um, Halloween. Uh, Monday night, Jamestown Mayor Regina Hinton was just on the radio talking about the Trucker treat in the city of Jamestown. Uh, I know around the square, Tony, the courthouse and offices around the square. We always look forward to Halloween because all of those kids from Jamestown Elementary come around the square with kids. and other other schools. Come yeah, yeah and, and it's the Halloween March. Yeah, the Halloween March around the square and. I know offices uh, always look forward to that your office staff always dresses up most right of dress up
1: yeah <laughs> and
0: uh, and they do it for the kids yeah and it's a, it's so much fun and uh, i remember years ago uh someone was in jamestown who actually was running for governor and they happened to be in jamestown on the day that the halloween march around the square and hundreds and hundreds of kids and they just couldn't believe it said no other you don't know, they had never seen that in another town in Kentucky where the school's located so close to downtown. Uh, unfortunately, for whatever reason, I don't know, Jamestown Elementary decided not to do that this year, I understand.
1: Yeah, I I just thought they were going to do it, but uh, I think they're doing it today, de- uh, you know, having something at the school today. Yeah. so In the
0: gym they, or something. Yeah.
1: yeah, just hand out candy in the hallway or something to the kids, and, uh, uh, you know, we're going to miss them
0: yeah and uh i know some folks are upset about that but uh, i'm sure there's a good reason for them not doing it but uh it was always a tradition has been a tradition for many years in jamestown and i hate that they're not doing it i'll just say that (laughs) it was
1: always fun to see those kids yeah Uh, yeah. they always had a lot lot of fun and uh, sometimes i'd have a scary mask on maybe scare a little bit i was going to mention that. that you
0: always wore some scary mask and jump out of from behind a bush or something, you know.
1: They love it. They love it. They None of them ever held it against me. As, as if you
0: didn't love it, right? Oh, yeah, we, uh, yeah but, we're really going to miss that. That's, yeah, that's I, tough. I hate that. I really do. Uh, final thing before we talk to our guests this morning, 127 announced this week, finally, finally, officially announced that construction is resuming on the next phase of 127. Um, uh, it's... It's going to be such a breakthrough for this area, for Russell County, Clinton County, and this area of the state. Jeff, when you were
1: in the House, you worked on this a lot, along with Max Wise. And uh, I know you've really been frustrated with this, uh, this project, because the money has been there. Uh, and we're not talking pocket change. $72 million from the federal government. This is now a $105 million project. That includes the bridge, because the road is ready down to the river. Yeah. And uh, it's the realignment of 127, uh, and you know, Jeff, I think the biggest benefit, other than uh, having a road that you can finally drive on that's straight, that's not that dangerous, uh, probably the security for the dam. When you look at home, I know Homeland yeah. Security folks, uh, they they really would like to get that traffic off the dam, and that's probably uh, the
0: ultimate goal here. Yeah, yeah, probably 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Congressman Hal Rogers. Uh, had a meeting, he brought some Corps of Engineers folks in and their long range plan was to get traffic totally off Wolf Creek Dam, Uh, you know, major traffic. And uh, so it has been a long process, Senator, uh, then Senator David Williams, many, many people have worked on this. You know, I've been frustrated the last two years because the money was appropriated for this in the 2020 budget. And uh, for various reasons, the contract was rescheduled and rescheduled and rescheduled and passed. And now, finally, I think Biz Act Construction out of Lexington, uh, which I think is the only bridge contractor in Kentucky, uh, they've got the project. And, uh, you know, it's about a four, four and a half year project. So, why
1: does it take so long to let those contracts? Why?
0: Well, um, in this case, there was the the estimated cost, the transportation cabinet estimated the cost in 2020 of being $90 million. So when what, the economy was better. Yeah, the economy was better. And, and so what we were able to do in the 2020 budget was appropriate $72 million in federal money toward that $90 million estimated cost. And the state would pick up the remaining $18 million. Um, what happened then? They took quite a while before they advertised for bids. The bid comes in, and it was fifteen million dollars more than what the state had estimated. So transportation folks just sort of panicked and said, "Well, we've got to do it all over again. We got to rebid it, you know, because it's so much more than what we anticipated." So they rebid it. Same bid comes back in. The only company to bid was uh, Bizac and. It's just taken a while, and so now at least contract's in place, contract has been signed, and it can move forward. You know, there's four bridges on this project, so it's uh, it will take quite a while to do, and that's why the estimated completion is the fall of 2027, I guess. Now, where are the others? We know the Cumberland River Bridge. Yeah, well, there's uh, a couple before you get to the Cumberland River Bridge, and there's one beyond it. So okay. uh, I think that's right, Last, uh, I believe that's right. But anyway, at least it's underway and it's moving forward now. And so thanks to everybody who's been involved in that, It's uh, it will be a game changer for traffic and tourism in this area.
1: Well, you get a little tease of it when you get on that new road. Yeah, uh, you South of Town go down to Freedom. <clears and throat> you're like, uh, man, this is pretty nice. And then all of a sudden you get back on that old road. Yeah. And then you're back in that And you can uh, see uh, going spiral.
0: straight where the road's going to be. And you just think, oh, what if? But uh, sooner, Sooner it'll be here.
1: It'll make going uh, to Albany. It really opened it up to Albany yeah. and uh, to Tennessee
0: for yeah, us. You'll be able to get to Albany in 20 minutes. Oh, you know? yeah. So, so uh, big deal. All right. This morning we are happy to have in our studios our two candidates for Russell County Judge Executive, Randy Markham, the Republican nominee, Britt West, the Democrat nominee. Gentlemen, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Appreciate you guys being here and uh, coming in to talk with Tony and I on all things Russell. And uh, as I told you before we went on the air, this is just an opportunity for you all to share your thoughts and your vision and what you want to do if you get elected. Uh, We thought we'd start, let you share with our listeners a little bit of your uh, personal background, your family and what you do. And uh, Randy, we'll start with you. All
2: right. My name's Randy Markham. I'm the Republican candidate for Russell County Judge Executive i'm married to wendy anderson markham and together we have two kids and plus daryl and if anybody doesn't know daryl all they need to do is go to esto cafe um let me begin by saying i'm not a politician i've spent the past 45 years in the business world and i I began working on a farm and at 17 i started washing dishes at lake humlin state park so i've started at the bottom um, when life handed me lemons I try to make lemonade out of it and so I just uh, got busy and went to work the last 16 and a half years I've, uh, I've balanced budgets it's larger than our county's budget current budget um, I've worked multiple people I've done operations in six states uh, from here in Russell County from my office uh, I was telling someone yesterday that I don't believe that motto of the customer's always right. I believe that, uh, uh, and that they come first. I'm not saying that they're not always right, but that they come first. I believe that the employees come first. They'll make the customers first if you if you treat them well and take care of them. So the past uh, 12 years, I, I didn't have any turnover in our company. And I think it's because I treated people well, or tried to, uh, and then like I said, they'll work for you because they, they love their jobs and love what they're doing at that point. And uh, <clears throat> I, my, my thoughts for the county and one of the things you guys just relayed to is that 127 one of the problems we have here in russell county is transportation um if you look around at stevens pipe and steel and even tartar they have to have their own transportation because we're not near a metropolitan area and as inflation has taken its toll on fuel prices so has that uh, happened with freight so to get businesses in here to get the freight out We're not near a city where trucks are unloading and backhauling, so these guys work constantly to try to backhaul stuff. So that 127 will be a a big shot in the arm for the county. Um, I I wanna work on workforce development. I saw where they had started the program in the jail. I've worked with inmates from federal, state, and local jails over my past uh, experience. And we've gotta get some people back into the system so these employers can have some people to go to work. We're not gonna be able to grow the place until we can take care of what we have here. So that's just a little bit about some of the things I'd like to see happen and do. So,
0: Brent West, tell us about your personal background, your family. Well,
3: I'm Brent West. Uh, we've always been here, third generation dairy farmer here locally. Um, got a wife, Carly, got two wonderful kids. They attend 10 Russell Springs Elementary, one of them does. Um,
0: you got a newborn, right? Yes, sir. Got a newborn. <laughs> Born last
3: December and uh, and doing the best. Uh, couldn't be happier with that. Um, I come in running for the office. I have no agenda. There's nobody behind me. I, I'm not looking for a title. I'm looking to help the county. I've got two kids growing up here. I want them to have a place to grow, have a place to work, have a place to retire here, not to have to come back from another city that's benefited from them working in another town because there was nowhere here for them to work. We have a lot of jobs available. As Randy just said, we don't have the people to, to fill the positions. We need more necessary workers. I believe that's what has hurt us a lot. When when people entered COVID and they felt like they was un, unessential, non-essential workers, they didn't want to go back to work they didn't feel there was a purpose for what they was doing we went through COVID. we work solid every day at the farm i'm sure a lot of other people has too i'm not not looking for a pat on the back over that but the employees have to feel needed wanted they have a say so uh, and as judge executive you're an employee of the people they're putting you in office they're paying your salary they're doing it all uh, if elected, I, I mean, I'll be, I have an open office, be a working judge. If anything comes up, I, I'm always gonna be available for anybody to talk to at any time.
0: You, you, you Both of you guys mentioned jobs um, and, and getting people to work. Um, and, and just this morning on, on local news, I heard yet again, Russell County, one of the top counties in the region for unemployment rates, second highest, I think 4.6 or 4.2%. And you go back and look for several years, Russell County has always been at the top in the unemployment rate in this area, if not in the state. Um, And and so, Randy Markham, if you're judge, what's one thing you believe you could do to bring down that unemployment rate and move russell county out of the top unemployment rates in the area
2: well covid caused a lot of problems for everybody um it's caused inflation i mean we've got tons of inflation going on now we lost people because people were you know used to getting um covid relief money and and different things but our problem we have i think is is not being able to get people to feel like they are needed uh, from a standpoint of uh, if you give someone a chance and hope maybe they'll work a little while and they'll change like i said i'd worked with uh incarcerated people before and if they get out and they go to work and after they do that job for a while they're saying hey i can make it i can do this you know my question of that is the unemployment rate here is one thing but how many people do we lose every day that drive out of this county to go to other counties that are around us, surrounding us and work. Is it because their jobs are better? Is it because they pay more? Is it because they have been there a long time, they don't want to give up that seniority? What is it? Why, why do we lose those people? And also know that we do have some people from even Adair County that comes in uh, and Stevens Pop and Steel is a perfect example. They come in and work there. Um, so it's it's kind of a change off. But when we lost Fruit of the Loom here, it was a big hit to to the county. Uh, it started off and, and they probably saw it coming. It's a little bit at a time. But my philosophy even has always been with, with my business, I'd rather have 10 small customers than one big customer because when that big customer goes away, you lose a lot. So for us in Russell County, we put our emphasis on the big one and we didn't work on trying to get the... 15, 20, 50 uh, uh, employer, you know, people that would employ that kind of volume of people and multiply that, that's, that's one of the things I think that would help us is to, to go after smaller companies.
0: Brent, uh, you raised the issue of people not coming back home or not having jobs here, and so same question to you. what What could you do? What would you want to focus on as county judge to help people become employed and reduce that unemployment rate
3: well I feel like we need more trained individuals if we start with better education for a job then that will lead the employers to saying this this individual can can benefit us more we can we can raise their salary or ra- raise their wages um, Until we get that and get positions that we have full, just like Randy stated, people leaving the county to work, they shouldn't have to leave the county to work. There should be a place here for them to work. That pays equivalent to leaving the county. If we could get to that point and run to where we're running short on jobs, I'm not saying we need to get short on jobs, but until we fill the positions we have, how will a business want to move in here, invest in the community, and say, well, where are we gonna get our labor force?
0: Yeah.
3: The, it's all gonna to have to start with just like the Workforce Development Center the, the, that they added on to the school. It, it needs to start there, get people, not necessarily in trades, not focus on tourism, not focus on agriculture. I mean, anything, it needs to be a wide vision instead of tunnel vision. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like we're running straight in tunnel vision. Everybody knows tourism's our biggest thing. We need some manufacturing jobs. We need some stuff that's year-round instead of seasonal. Tony? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you,
1: you know, uh, and Randy, you, you talked about fruit of the loom. Uh, when that left, you know, we everything was sort of geared towards them for so long, They were, but they employed 3,500. people. Our, our 9, infrastructure. 4, yeah. And, uh, you know, even the cities, and they're still carrying some debt, I think, <laughs> from wastewater uh, from that. But uh, we have to attract, I think, uh, you know, the small businesses, you know, the people with five employees, 10, 15, uh, like that. Would you be willing to offer uh, incentives to them, maybe tax uh, abatements, programs like that?
2: Sure. Why would you not? Because it's money you're not collecting currently, and, um, you know, you have an opportunity down the road to start collecting those taxes, but why not give them a break to bring in? Because it's not just the tax incentives you'd give them to come in those employees are going to be taking uh, paychecks home that they're paying taxes on and hopefully they'll buy homes here and pay property tax so I, th- I think that's evident if you go back and look at what uh, was done to bring Toyota into Georgetown I think at the time we thought we was giving the the, the stayed away
0: so, some people said we just gave them the key to the city <laughs> right right. but look what it's
2: look what it's done what it's, now yeah. you know I mean that's a, a, a perfect example of some of the stuff that can happen um, you know I, I had a question asked to me while I was campaigning about what uh, what do you think about blacktop in a subdivision that someone's developed and helping them you know make more money by selling those lots and I'm like well it's it's a calculation you'd have to sit down and say what's the lot selling for because farm property we all know that's the lowest end of the percentage that you pay on t- property taxes and residential is more money commercial is even higher but so if you if you take that piece of property to say it was 100 acres and you turn it into a subdivision and those lots start selling and you take the just the cost of the lot alone is going to increase the property values here but when they start building houses on it it increases more so if you sit and do the calculation how much tax are we getting from in this direction is it worth going in and blacktopping that road to push those values up and get people to want to build houses in there i don't know That's you know it's a good question so people would say okay but you're helping that guy that investor make money well you're going to make money for the county back too, you also or doing
0: it for a new company too that's true Brent, your thoughts? What was the question? Well, <laughs> yeah, we sort of jumped around there. The, I, I guess the question is, would you be in favor of providing tax incentives uh, to get companies to locate here and do things to attract them financially, I guess?
3: Most definitely. Um, a startup company, or, or even a just, if it's not a startup, if they're just moving into the county, They've already got a lot of initial investment and goes back, they're taking a risk of getting the labor, getting the workforce, getting the business itself started. Um, But yeah, if, if if they're interested in coming here, I would most definitely, whatever legally we could do to provide an incentive to get them here, whether they had five employees, whether they had 10, whether they had 50, whether they had 500. Yeah. Everybody should be treated the same. Even though the five hundred will be putting more back into the business or into the community, the five, in my opinion, is just as important as the five hundred.
0: You guys have been campaigning for several months, knocking on doors, going to places, seeing people, talking to them. What what do you hear from people about concerns they have for Russell County?
3: The biggest thing is the job, okay. the labor force. Um, you employment. hear a, the employment. You hear a lot of people say, "Well, there's nowhere to go buy pants here in the county." Yeah. Well, we had a place; it couldn't support itself. We didn't have enough people. There wasn't enough jobs here in the county. A lot of people you see, and it's sad to say, would rather drive away from the county to buy something to, to go out to eat. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I made mention the other day. You could build a new steakhouse in Middletown. And there's people in the county, not everybody, but there's people in the county that will drive to Somerset or Bowling Green to eat at the same steakhouse. Yeah, I, and, and it's, I, I mean, it's it. sad. <clears throat> uh, and it's hard, it's hard to get stuff like that here. With us knowing that it's ourselves, but with the ones moving in, they don't want to come in and invest a lot of money if there's not the infrastructure here to handle it.
0: Yeah randy your thoughts what, what what do people tell you i mean britt hears about workforce and employment and jobs what what do you hear it,
2: <clears throat> it's a mixed bag i mean from uh, tourism to jobs um you know safety in the community it, it, everybody's got a little something that they want you know want to talk about what our county looks like um you know as far as uh, areas you drive to what you see uh, so it, it, it's all over the board and you know going back to the thing before about trying to get companies and stuff to come in here um, and what you know the thing with people not supporting businesses that are here it's been going on for a long time growing up in Jamestown you know people in Jamestown didn't want to go to Russell Springs people in Russell Springs didn't want to go to Jamestown they'd go somewhere else that that culture has kind of changed you said something about culture early with the football. So that culture has kind of changed because as people's gotten younger and we've gotten a mixture of different people from different states, and I've met people from all over the United States that's living here now. You know, that that is slowly changing mm-hmm. to the point where you had two mayors that just recently got together and talked. And I think, I, I don't remember that happening before.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't either. And I want to follow up on that just a minute. Years ago, back in the early seventies, uh, I mean, Britt wasn't here with us yet, he a little bit <laughs> too young, but, but Randy, Randy and I can remember that. But in the early 70s, when we were kids, there was that animosity, uh, uh, jealousy, whatever it was, between the two towns. And And my dad here at, at WJRS and David Davenport at the Times-Journal, they had a plan to advocate merger of Jamestown Russell Springs and my dad in the early 70s did a couple of editorials on the radio and David Davenport wrote a couple of editorials in the newspaper, they did it all at the same time. I mean, people went crazy, you know, <laughs> uh, but, but to follow up on what, what you're saying, it is good to see mayors of Jamestown Russell Springs uh, talking, I encouraged two previous mayors in both towns to have at least once a year a joint meeting of the Jamestown City Council and the Russell Springs City Council, I think they were a little nervous about that, but uh, certainly there's been progress made in, along those lines.
2: Sure, and I think one of one of the things I saw our sheriff write to the other day when they were doing some of the stuff on a on a program was about having a, a county merged um, police force. Uh, there there's a lot of advantages to any of that and I, and I know it's it's hard to get everybody there but uh, other places have done it and uh, like I said it used to be I think social media has changed a lot of that because the kids look at everything different they have friends in other counties and we used to have rivalries there <clears throat> one of the things that's happened I think jamestown and russell Springs has always had that even through grade schools and when there used to, then there used to be a high school in both places or something, both, yeah. count, oh, both, yeah. both towns. Yeah. Russell County has something odd that, that we don't have around us like Monticello, Wayne County, that's one, one town basically. Uh, Albany and Clinton County, uh, Liberty and Casey County, Columbia and Adair County. We have two cities in our county yeah. and they compete. And so, you know, how do we tie that up to where we compete can compete for the same federal dollar? And stuff coming into our counties, would we get more money as a whole for that? So,
0: and, and to follow up on what Brent said, and you know, it is changing a mentality somewhat of supporting local businesses, and and I agree one hundred percent with what you said, Brent. You could build a steakhouse in Middletown, but there would some be some people, not everybody, but some who would who'd rather drive somewhere to go eat, and you know, and I saw a local athletic team this week promoting a chance to win gift cards and i looked at the gift cards from the businesses and there were 10 or 12 and there's only one or two from russell county and they're giving you know they're given a chance to win a gift card to businesses in other counties primarily somerset and you know local businesses is what supports our local communities and here's a local athletic team saying, w- here's a chance to win gift cards They're they're to businesses in Somerset. And, and I, I just couldn't believe that, but it, it takes some effort to change that way of thinking. Uh, all right, let's move <laughs> to something else. Um, you, you know, one of the things, um, well, when you look at county government, you have a county judge who is sort of the CEO of the county and you have five magistrates elected in the county who uh, I think you could look at it as a, the board of directors. Um, question for both of you, I don't care who goes first, but how would you approach dealing with your board of directors, your magistrates if you're a county judge? Go, Go ahead, ahead, Randy, you're on. Oh. Um, well, you you
3: you have to work together. Everybody needs to be on the same page. Nobody's going to agree at all times at what what's best for who. Um, we need to keep an open mind about things. Uh, look for the long term, not the short term goals. You, you need to be looking way out ahead of you. Uh, of course, everybody's in for a for a term and. and when it comes election your people's looking to get reelected. They They try to do more. We need to balance everything out throughout the year. Look at what's best for the county financially, growth-wise, like I said earlier, try to get away from this tunnel vision of just one or two industries here in the county, try to spread it out, see what we can do. Uh, Work on the budgeting. When, When we're purchasing vehicles for the road department or for any other business, can we repurpose what we've got? Which they currently they currently do as good as they can doing that. Um, they need when we make a purchase. Is it necessary? Do we need it or do we want it? How's it going to affect the taxpayers in the long run? Um, sometimes there's incentives. Sometimes there ain't. There's, of course, there's grants. Uh, I just feel like that everybody needs to try to work together and. And see what they can do as far as that goes what's best for the whole community. We don't need to work in Bryan and not work in Jabez. We don't need to work in Russell Springs and not work in Jamestown. We, everybody needs to come together and and more so than that just like you all always speaking of of the the city mayors The city governments and the county governments need to work together on any projects. that's possible I mean the more we could do together. You can't compete with each other we need to be everybody needs to try to get on the
0: same team yeah randy your thoughts on how you would deal with the magistrates as sort of your board of directors
2: well uh, going back to the cities uh the cities and, and the county are two totally different sets forms of government right so the cities are in corporations just like the business i just ran uh the council or the uh, city commissioners there our council can vote on the budget, and then the mayor can go spend that budget doing, you know, projects that they need to do. Whereas the county, <coughs> uh, you have to have a, a minimum of three magistrates because there's five. You have to have a majority of magistrates vote to purchase or buy something or, or do something in in the system. And then after that's done, those same magistrates have got to vote to pay the bills. So in a sense, they could. Say we're going to buy this, and then it would be something different, and they could say we're not paying for it. Or I mean, I don't know that that's happened, but it's it's possible it could. I, I think I've got <clears throat> probably just the standpoint of being there's five magistrates that got elected, and you know they're all from the same party, and I know our current judge has had some difficulty working within that because you have five Republicans and one Democrat. Uh, I think you've got to be able to get along with those guys and and build a coalition and try to look at moving things forward, not not stay the same, not just take care of our needs for today. And you've got to try to change that culture to the point of saying, hey, we need to look at what, like Brent said, was talking about. They get reelected, you know, the next four years. Let's move stuff past that four-year mark let's start making plans the the job i had and then farming i was making five and ten year plans i don't get any credit for that i'm gone um you know that's that's how our our county should be is trying to look at the future not look at what's here today and how do we take care of the needs today but start building a building a plan so somebody down the line can pick that up and keep going with it and not take
0: it do do you think that there's been too much emphasis on blacktop and gravel and not other things.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, that's how magistrates are normally used to taking care of things in, in their district. And I understand that because those are the voters. But we got to start getting everybody to look at, and they do some things for the county as a whole. But how do we look at the county as a whole first? and then start looking at how we do the other things. I mean, there's only a a small pot of money, so what do Uh, you do with that?
0: Brent, your thoughts? Have magistrates traditionally spent too much emphasis on blacktop and gravel and not county-wide things?
3: I feel they have. We do need, don't get me wrong, we need to maintain our roads. Um, Just like we spoke earlier, without being able to have transportation, we can't have anything. but there is other places the money could be spent better. Uh, talk about blacktop and gravel. I've, I mean, I like you said earlier. I'm not old enough to remember a lot of this, but <laughs> I've heard talk of the times they blacktopped all the churchyards, blacktopped all the cemeteries, or not blacktop, but gravelled all the churchyards and gravelled all the cemeteries. Uh, that was a different day. We're not in that now. Uh, that is, I mean, that's, and I don't know if Randy's had it or not. That's one of the questions I've had a lot. Are you going to get us some gravel? Can we get a road blacktop? That's not up to me. That's up, I mean, that's up to the magistrates, and, and whether or not it's right to do it or not. Yep. It, I mean, but yes, to answer the question, there has been a lot of emphasis on the gravel and the blacktop.
1: Gentlemen, if you're elected, uh, what are your plans for the, uh, the judge's office, and this is in particular with employees there? Because there's a few employees uh, that uh, are in that office, and uh, what are your plans uh, in relation to those ladies that work there now?
2: I have took over and managed several different businesses. Not only did I do a cabbie's business, we had a drone business, we had a refrigeration business in Jacksonville, and some other another operations. I'm not accustomed to going in and making major changes anywhere. So, I, I why why would i want to go in and change everybody and try to relearn that because to me that's called stupid tax i mean you're going to be you know hurting yourself and paying more tax because you're going to go in and have to relearn that that job or have somebody step in that job that already knows it so
1: yeah do do they are those employees and we'll get with you in a moment are they're not merit employees are they jeff
2: i don't know I'm under the understanding that, like, the county clerk maybe has a contract with the physical court or something for. Yeah, I'm
3: not
0: sure.
2: Till the end of the physical year, maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Brent, your thoughts.
3: Uh, Oh, I'm just like, I've actually done spoke with some of the ladies in the office. I'm not for changing people. As long as everybody gets along, everybody's doing their job and wants to stay on. That, that's how I feel like it should be. If everybody's working together, if you've got a well old machine, you don't need to change something. And that's just my opinion on it. Well,
0: let, let me ask each of you this. Um, if you're elected, what is one thing, not several, but what is one thing that would be your top priority that you would like to see done as soon as possible, one thing? It may take a minute to think about that, but uh, just like to know, you know, if I, if I assume office in January, one thing I'd like to do as soon as possible is what, Randy?
2: Well, there I have a lot of things, but there's one thing that's going to have to be addressed like soon is uh, the situation with Plasky County and, and our uh, animal shelter here. Uh, the judge that the newly elected judge from Pulaski County came up to me in a solid waste meeting uh, for the state and said you've got to figure out a way to take care of your uh, your dogs and cats we can no longer take them I think it was decided a, a while back but We've not moved forward in that, and I think that's going to be. And I asked him if he would give me some time once I got in office, if I get in office, to do that. So that's <clears throat> that's one of the things we, you know, we've got to take care of because we currently they they basically have called and said we don't want he, want your dogs. So anymore. I guess so.
0: currently Russell County has a contract with Pulaski to provide that animal shelter, and we Correct. pay so much money. Yes, Britt. One thing that if you get elected that come January that. We- you'd like to see done, the top priority you would have.
3: Oh as you said that that's a as Randy said, there's a lot of things needs yeah. doing. Um I guess we need to keep everybody we can. We need to figure out how we're gonna manage what we've got without hurting either our non-profits, and I guess everybody knows where I'm gonna go with this. I don't agree with the ambulance service, their billing. This might make some people upset when they want to charge in the JCs. They say they have to, um, to make the budget work. We've not done it for years to my understanding. Uh, I feel like we should be able to make that work. I understand we're under a lot of inflation, a lot of rising cost. If we're running that close to money, to making the budget work, I don't feel like that what they're charging will help the budget. Now I know that's not directly under the judge's office, but that is something that I would like to see changed myself. I don't feel like in the in the long term the JCs receives the bill, but during the events that caused all the discussion and i'm i'm hearing this from a lot of the community this is not from me personal uh the jc's received the bill but the kids in the county that would receive the benefits are the ones that paid the bill and i i don't like that myself randy you want to sure respond to that yeah
2: i've got a i've got a rate sheet here that i can share with you um it's it's public we uh, we changed the rates in june and it was a public meeting and everybody was uh free to come and we wish they would because we we discussed things like this there's a big change in the difference in russell county and the ambulance service than it's ever been in the past you have uh three russell county residents that that work at the ambulance service as paramedics one full-time one's a retired um uh, part-time person that came back and the other one's a a flight nurse that works here part-time things are not the same these guys make uh and girls they make about a 250 runs a, a month and uh when you ask for a dedicated and i'll get into that when you ask for a dedicated service to be there uh you have to call in a crew that crew has to come from another county or somewhere uh maybe two counties away we've had to get wages up to bring more paramedics into the county to get, get service so we can keep our uh, license to practice or to, to, to do what we're doing so the they are billed the lowest rate that we bill and to do that it's so that you can call in a third ambulance to come in because you have to keep two ambulances here what used to not happen and people don't understand is these people here in the county they go over there and sit and that was fine but the jc's or anybody didn't have to have them there and i'll get into the schools in a minute because they they worked it out so the the jc's understood their deal is they're either going to have to have an ambulance service and it doesn't have to be this one it could be anybody they can bring a service in from somewhere else but to do that you you're going to have to to dedicate that or or pay a higher uh, insurance premium because the insurance company is telling them for any motorized event they have, they've gotta have a a dedicated ambulance. Here's what happens. That ambulance goes up there, someone gets hurt. That ambulance is not gonna load that individual up and take them out. They're gonna wait till dispatch sends the emergency crew there. So it's basically just a first aid station. So you're taking a $350,000 piece of equipment and two people and sitting them there. And again, that you know, the JCs does charge you to, to go into an event. But, you know, they have other costs too. It's not just the ambulance cost that, that keeps some of that money out. So going back to the schools, the schools figured out, hey, if we have an ambulance that shows up and is here just before the game starts, we're fine. So if there is two ambulances in in, in the county, they can do that. So but if one has to go to Louisville, Lexington, cincinnati nashville to take a patient because a doctor said this person needs to be transferred and then we only have one here so the reason is not that we won't set them there or they won't go there the uh jc's used to give all the guys down there and girls tickets for their family and stuff for them to come but you can see with all these people living out of the county now they don't share those tickets with their family and so that's stopped happening you know a long time ago but the JCs understood this going into it, what the deal was. And we've had even uh, the uh, poker run. You know, their rate's higher because they're a for-profit deal. We don't even cover costs doing what we're doing now. So right. it's not a it's not a money-making thing. And then is it fair for us to sit and say, okay, we just lowered the tax rate. And the ambulance service right now is better off financially. It's been a long time. So do you go and say, okay... We're going to take more money out of the general fund from the county to help fund offset for activities in the county. I, I don't think the citizens want to
0: do that. You, you mentioned some things there: county budget, tax rate. What is the county budget? Do either of you know what the total county?
2: Ten, 10 million, two hundred or seven hundred fifty thousand, or something like that. I think uh, for next year.
0: And and and, and Tony, I think we had sort of mentioned it earlier. Um, is there federal stimulus money still available, Britt? Do you know? or?
3: Uh, I believe they're still receiving some. ARPA? Not, yeah, no, just yeah. the ARPA money.
2: Yeah. It's there, it's already there. And and that's, you know, that's been, uh, they've got some black topping coming up. Uh, it's 600 and something thousand, I think, at, at the last physical court meeting. I've been trying to go to all the physical court meetings, even back before the primary. Um, so I, I'm, I'm trying to listen and find out what's going on.
0: One of the things that uh, Judge Robertson did uh, several months ago is he gave uh, every county employee a five thousand dollar bonus. Uh, do y'all agree with that?
2: Um,
1: using ARPA money. Using ARPA money. Yeah. It
2: was. I mean. If I think at that time they probably, it's my understanding on the ARPA money. Some of those rules changed over time. That was one of the things they could use them for. Because I've asked, them, hey, why don't we spend some of that money on the courthouse down there? But um, we're going to build a new nine one one center. I was just there yesterday, and for the pre bid on that,
1: um, how much is that costing? Uh,
2: I think it's budgeted like six hundred fifty thousand dollars.
1: Why are we building a new nine one one? I mean, we're located there. With do you agree with that?
2: i i personally would rather see the money spent on the courthouse and and probably build on to the, the current location
3: brent do you agree I, I do not agree uh the they do and a county as a whole we do upgrades we do maintenance we spend money on buildings and then five years down the road ten years down the road the it's cost more when you figure the money that was spent and divided out over the number of years Why spend the money to start with um, if we're just going to replace it later on? No, I feel that they're in the best position they could be. If you're running a 911 center and you're right below the ambulance building,
0: how much better could that be? Uh, Where is the new building going to be located?
2: It's going to be up beside the Senior Citizen Center in Middletown.
0: Did they buy the property? Uh, The
2: city gave it to them. For a dollar? For a dollar, yeah.
0: Because they're thinking
1: taxes. City's going to get those taxes. so yeah. I
2: mean, it's currently down there, and and they they need some more space, but it can be expanded out the back, and uh, it's there where you can manage it.
0: So neither of you, if you were county judge, would have supported building a new nine one one center? I,
2: I wouldn't have because like I said location. well, here here's the thing for me. I, I look at it from how many people in the county see the stuff that we have in this county. Not a lot of people will go to the ambulance service and see that we probably have the best ambulance service in the surrounding counties. I mean, I'm talking Somerset and everybody. We get people to work here because of what our, our building and our facility is and the equipment we have. So, I, not still not a lot of people know where it's even at and don't come and visit. So everybody goes to that courthouse, from everybody that's licensed in their vehicle to paying their property taxes I won't say everybody, but the majority of the people in the county goes to that courthouse. And I'm – I, I think a it needs – I, I just – I, I, personally, I just think that it would be more appropriate to spend it there where people see it. More people see that their tax dollars is at work. I'll ask a question real quick. Right. Russell – city of Russell Springs. You've seen a lot of stuff go on. They've got a new police station. They redid their uh, city hall they've got new vehicles kind of, they're rebuilding their fire station people are seeing taxpayers are seeing stuff done with their money right so that would be my point is i want the taxpayers to see what's being done with
3: it
0: right oh uh, are we back to the arpa question oh no just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said if both of you all were county oh. judge executive uh, what i'm hearing is you would not have supported building a new 911 center that there are other uses of money that would be better than that.
3: Yes, there, there is. Um, they the what we've got is working. That goes back to like I said, if you've got a well old machine, why why change it? Um, if it was outdated, I could understand. But what, to my understanding, what we've got is nowhere near being outdated. Uh, actually, it's not been built that awful long. Uh, the way buildings are, but but. No, I, I would not have been in favor of spending the money. There, there's more places in the county it could be used. So both of you all
0: agree on that, yeah. I
3: think.
1: I think Randy talked, you know, and uh, about renovating the courthouse. I think both of you would agree the courthouse is not well-maintained. No. Right now, it is not, uh, uh, you know, no needs a lot. The courthouse,
0: line. not the judicial center. Not the pride.
1: judicial center. The, uh, the courthouse is not well maintained it needs a lot of work it does yeah
2: it has roof leaks i mean it, it's um i get comments on it all the time i got a comment last night about it not being handicap accessible bathroom um you, how do you know
1: how do you not uh, have that i mean well the I, I'm, you have to.
2: I'm sure though that was grandfathered in when ada passed right. but you know what i'm saying
0: one of the things that that uh i think a big thing that county judge executives do is they make a recommendation to boards, uh, whether it's the ambulance board, the library board, uh, tourism board, which is so important, so many different boards. Uh, And then the fiscal court has to approve those recommendations, but generally they do. Um, If you're elected county judge, what will you look for in the people that you recommend to be appointed uh, to these various boards? what are you looking for
3: considering how some of them are taxing districts they're gonna affect everybody in the county oh I guess it's sort of cliche but but common sense people that's connected with the community they need to know what's going on how people feel and what what the local people are going through Uh, I guess in the in the sense of things I'm for the working person and and those are the type people that needs to be on these boards
0: randy common sense connected to the community working people that's Brent's qualifications that he's looking for what about you um
2: some of the same but one of the problems that you have there is 12 boards that the that the judge deals with one of those are elected and that's a conservation board so he doesn't have anything to do with that he or she um the problem that you have is just stuff like this, when boards make decisions, the thing you got to remember is none of those board members are paid. They're doing it because they care about the community and they want to do what's right. And I, I think that that the people that are on these boards are, are, are doing the things that, that they think that's correct for our county. It's hard to get people because you can ask a qualified person, hey, would you be on this board? Because I've talked to different people after I got on the board. And they're like, why? You know, because when there's a controversy comes up, you're going to be in the middle of it. But they don't want they don't want the hassle. A lot of people that can do the boards don't want to be on the board. So you have to you have to try to find again common sense. <clears throat> um, you you've got two things to look at when you're on a board. You got to look at the function of it because you got to remember people get judged on being on that board, but they see one time a month what happens the whole month. Because at a board meeting, that's what they see. They get to see a snapshot of what's going on. And then you have to, to make uh, judgment calls about why why you think you should change something or do something different. So you've got to have people with common sense, but you also got to have people that's willing to do it. You know, that's the big thing is they've got to be willing to get in there and, and roll up their sleeves and do what they need to do. I've been on that ambulance board now for four years, and it's not been easy. There's been a lot of changes, and a lot of... A lot of changes in people. But I would tell you that that ambulance board right now is probably better than it's been in its history uh, since it went into a, being a taxing district. So.
1: I got a, uh, a message, and just a real quick. A uh, local business person asked, would you be in favor of tax incentives for a small business wanting to expand? Not just necessarily give a break to somebody wanting to come in, but what about a current business?
2: Sure, what's the difference? You know, you're adding, you're adding jobs here. And I'm going to tell you something. I've never worked for a poor man. Okay? So if you don't give a person that's got money a reason to invest, they're not going to. They're, they're going to put their money somewhere and not take a chance. But you're, you're, if you've got people that's got money and they are willing to take a chance and you can look around at how many businesses has came in and went out, you know, there is risk. And uh, most business people, like I said, I've, I've been in business, but they start everything from an ideal. Not anything. They don't have any funds. They don't have anything, and they work it and do whatever they can, start borrowing and building, and just keep going from there. So, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, I believe the more employees or the more they was willing to expand, the more benefit they should receive. If they're already here, if, if they're going to double in size, we, we should try to support them. If they're going to gain by 25%, we should still support them. But I, I, I would like to see a, a, greater, a greater support for, if they're growing more by leaps and bounds, let, let's help them out all we
0: can, because that's gonna benefit the community. Guys, we've got about four minutes left. We're talking with Randy Markham and Brent West, candidates for county judge executive. Gonna give each of you a couple of minutes here to close out. And the question, final question is, why should the people of Russell County vote for you? Why do you think you are a better candidate? Um, Why should should they support you? Randy, start with you.
2: Well, like I said before, I'm not a politician. I'm not doing this because I I need a paycheck or a job or a, a desk to sit behind. I was president of my company and I wouldn't let them put my title on the business card. Uh, because I don't believe in titles. Uh, you talk about uh, sitting in the office and waiting. I can't do that. I'm going to have to go out and develop relationships because I don't think that companies are going to come here just on uh, by getting a brochure or a phone call and saying, hey, I think you should come to Russell County and here's why. I think we have to develop relationships with them, and they have to know that you're going to be there with them and help them through every step of trying to get involved and 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 doing what you can to keep the process moving but most people won't do that if they don't trust you if i don't know you i'm not going to come to you and say oh yeah i'm gonna put a business in there i don't really know you but you seem like a nice guy i think you've got to develop that relationship and that means you're going to have to not be in the office a lot i'm not a i'm not going to be a, a seven to four guy i've never been with what i do so there'll be some travel involved and i may have to do some of that on my own but You know, it's the same thing like we have uh, Feeding America that comes in here. I'm not sure why that we can't go. I I sell those folks and and they have lots of money, they get government money and they get a lot of corporate sponsorships. When you see the number of people coming through, it's like, hey, we need some help here. So maybe go sit and ask them why we don't get it twice a month and why they don't look at building a distribution center here in Russell County so we can feed the other counties because they're in the same shape we are. The closest one to us is Elizabethtown. Well, Elizabethtown's poverty level is different than Russell County's. they got a lot more resources there being in the city. they got places people can go, churches, different things. We don't have as many here in the county, so I'd like to do some stuff like that, too, but you've, you're going to have to go try to bring these people in. They're not just going to walk in the door one day and say, hey, here we are. So,
0: Brett, why should people support you uh, as county judge? Well, like I said,
3: I, I'm a common person, lifelong Russell County. Um, I've always been in a business were that the inputs are up and down we don't set the we don't set the price of our product um you had to make a budget you had to make it work it always has i've I've been doing it for years and years been 17 years myself um we can't get everything we need done in four years everybody we've all talked about long-term goals i'm in it for the long haul as long as the community wants me to run for judge i I would be interested in being in the seat um we we can do more in a long-term vision than we can in a short term and and that's how i feel about it uh i I mean i I like to have all the support we can get but we need to develop relationships that are long term and and going to be here as long as everybody's doing a good job all right Final and
1: you guys will come back to all things Russell if elected anytime we uh, ask you? Yes, sir. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: We would welcome that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh,
1: one thing, real quick City of Russell Springs sent me a, a quick message and uh, wanted to remind everyone that their trick or treating on Main Street is 5 to 7 on Monday. Okay. Uh, Monday night. If it's bad weather, they're going to move it to Russell Springs Elementary. If you have questions, call City Hall, 866 3981, extension 6.
0: Russell Springs doing trick or treating on uh, Monday night. Don't forget, tonight, final football game of the season, Russell County at LaRue County. Kickoff 6.30, pregame on the radio at 6 o'clock. Our thanks this morning to Randy Markham, Republican candidate for county judge executive, and Brent West, the Democrat candidate. Thank both of you for being here this morning. Good luck to you. Best of luck, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Stay out of the way of the dogs. Great (laughs) Great program. I appreciate both of you. And I'll close with this. Uh, Thank you for putting your name out there, for the work, and for your commitment to Russell County. Uh, And I would encourage you to read Roosevelt's statement about the person in the ring. Because it takes courage to get out there and face the criticism and the questions and all that. Uh, But the credit goes to the one who's willing to do that. So the credit goes to both of you. Thank you both very much uh, for doing that. That's going to do it for all things Russell. We'll be back here next Friday morning for Tony Kerr. I'm Jeff Hoover. This is WJRS, Jamestown, Russell Springs, Lakers.